This is Daizenshu EX, the podcast, episode 16 for the week of March 5th, 2006. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of the Daizenshu EX podcast. My name is Julian. You may have seen me, perhaps, as Saiya Jedi on the forums. And over to my proverbial right is the sickly Vegito EX. <coughs> hey. How you doing? Um... I've been out of work for two days. Yeah, that's a, it really sounds it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, feel it, better, man. It's fun. Hey, I actually got to update the site, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not all bad then. <laughs> Just remember to drink plenty of fluids and get some rest. I've got Gatorade in front of me. All right. And over to my proverbial left is Mary, who I think isn't sick. No, I, I am perfectly healthy. And Mike, I got to say, you're showing a lot of dedication by doing this podcast. <laughs> You'll skip work, but you can do the podcast. <laughs> well, I will be here in... Spirit, if not in body, throughout the remainder of this episode. I can see your body right here. Well, it's going to fall at some point. Just make sure it's not rotting, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And now this week is, I don't know, we've got some information for you, the listeners. This week, we've got some new news for you, the listeners. Over the past week, some information has come out from a number of distributors about some interesting releases coming up. So we'll be sure to get right on that. But anyway, first I'd like to talk about my week, because no one's here to question me about that. <laughs> not Julian, tell us about your week, will you? Okay. Well, I got to go to Sanju Sangendo again yesterday on Hinamatsuri, the doll festival. Now, you may recall that I went to Sanju Sangendo Temple back in January for the Toshiya Matsuri with the archery contest and the throngs and throngs of people all over the place. Now, yesterday, uh, when we went, we got to tour the hall, and right next to the gigantic statue of the thousand-armed Kannon was a doll display with the tears of Japanese dolls sitting there. And it was a weird juxtaposition. And the Buddhist monk that was right next to it was kind of, I don't know, like, you know, <laughs> I guess he took it in stride. They probably have experience with that, you know. You, you always have some kind of comment about these strange monks. Oh, I don't know. It just seems like they, I don't know, they're pretty cool about a lot of things. Maybe that's how they're trained, like, to not let things get on their nerves. But, you know, I just think of it as kind of funny because they're always just sort of, I don't know, milling about and acting like they have something to do. And you kind of wonder if maybe they're just bored. But <laughs> They probably no, just sit around and clean the temple all day, make it all yeah. nice and shiny on the floors. Exactly as you see in anime. Oh, really? Yes. I wasn't even starting anything specific. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, well. I can picture that. But anyhow, other than that, it's been kind of a quiet week. Uh, we've got some final projects that are starting to get underway here, so kind of getting ready to buckle down. But I am going to see the seventh One Piece movie today, which is kind of interesting. I'll let you guys know how it is, even though it's not Yay. really Dragon Ball related. Hoping that I'm not the oldest person there without a child in tow. <laughs> oh, you will uh, be. <laughs> nah, I doubt it. No, but I don't I'm, mind either way. I think we have a friend in Japan, when she went to go see a One Piece movie, she said uh, she was definitely the oldest person there and the only foreigner there. <laughs> yeah, That's but it, it's, it's all right. Yeah. You know... Uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of adults reading the manga, but I don't know if they really cross over to the anime audience. But either way, I don't really mind. It's a it's a fun thing to do. Yeah. And I've also been looking into my options for getting a Nintendo DS, but uh, they're pretty scarce here. 
And I think what I may end up having to do is line up in front of a store early, 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 a week from this Saturday. So Nice. Camp <laughs> or, out. You know what? Why don't we just buy one for you, we mail it to you in Japan, and you pay us back? That sounds like an awful lot of extra money to spend. We also don't have the DS Lite yet. Oh, yeah. oh, is that a Japanese thing? I'm well, not yeah. in the know. Well, well, they just came out with the white model this past Thursday, which was also my birthday. And then they're coming out with the other colors this coming Saturday the 11th. And so I'm kind of weighing my options and canvassing various stores to see if they're actually getting any in the first place. A lot of places don't really seem to know. So I guess I'll see what I come up with. Cool. And And, I I guess while we're at it, dear Mr. and Mrs. Grabowski, Julian will indeed be doing some schoolwork at some point during this trip, and he will pass all of his classes. He will not exclusively be going to see One Piece movies. That is all. Yes. That is all. Carry on. And dude, happy birthday, belated. Well, thanks. You didn't mention anything. We didn't no. Well, you know, it's not hugely big. I mean, I turned 21, but... That is a hugely uh, deal. <laughs> well, here it's not, though. I mean... Now we can you... legally get you drunk at Anime Next. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I mean, here, as soon as you turn 20, you can buy alcohol or whatever. So uh, it's not like... I don't know. So here, I guess it over there. loses a bit of its impact. <laughs> the main thing is that my driver's license expires and that I have to renew it when I get home. Oh, that's always fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, other than that, things pretty much going. Cool. Well, as you've mentioned, we have lots of news this week, making up for past weeks with absolutely nothing. So why don't we move onwards towards the news? Well, in the news this week, we, first of all, will start with something we missed. Last Sunday, February 26th, was the 20th anniversary of the Dragon Ball anime in Japan. On Wednesday, February 26, 1986, the first episode of Dragon Ball aired on Fuji TV at 7 p.m. or was it 7.30? I don't remember. I think it was 7. Okay. You were there, don't you well, remember? <laughs> yeah, I was there. I was only four years old in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. But uh, I guess we should start by, you know, saying that it's pretty cool that Yay! this has been around for 20 years now. Happy birthday show. Yes. Come on, baby. I feel like an old man now, but, you know, I, did, I didn't get into it until, you know, eight years ago, so I don't feel too old. Such is true. Still. In video game news, Shin Budokai for the PSP has had some new details emerge about what it contains. Yay! And the main point here is that it is going to have the Japanese voices selectable. This is cool. It was stated in the recent, I think it was GameSpot article, they had some kind of feature on the game right on the main page, and towards the end, they have this little mention in passing about the Japanese voices being selectable. So, awesome. Yeah, it's a damn shame they're waiting this long to do it. I know. And it's not enough to sway me to buy the system, but hey, <laughs> anyone that does own it, yeah. good on you. Yeah. Yes, it's it's really weird here in Japan because the PSPs are everywhere, mm-hmm. but they're so expensive that not as many people buy them. And then the DS is very popular and almost always sold out. So, yeah. <laughs> I've seen places selling imported American units for more than yeah. they sell them in either country. So <laughs> I guess I'm not surprised. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's just frustrating for me because I want to get my hands on one. I'm like, there's none around. <laughs> uh, well. So, moving on. The next piece of news actually comes to us courtesy of Sean Onikunu Forrester of our forum. Um, you know what? I'll just read it right off the main page of the site. Quote, I was at Megacon today and spoke with Lance. I don't know how to say his last name. Is it Hey School? High School? That doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. I spoke with Lance, the Funimation rep. I asked him the obligatory, what's up with DB episodes 1 through 13 question? But this time... 
I learned something new. Dun dun dun! According to Lance, when Funimation set up the original contract with Kidmark, who is now owned by Lionsgate, it was put in the contract that Kidmark would own the rights to those episodes indefinitely, meaning they would always have distro rights. The good news is that Funimation has not given up! What they may have to do, according to Lance, is that they would be able to work out a deal where they would give a percentage of the profits to Lionsgate. They are intent on making this happen. When this will happen is still up in the air. It's okay by me. I mean, at least it's new information. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, after least... all these years, we finally have, like, a shred of information <laughs> regarding it. <laughs> what now. we have is an answer, <laughs> as opposed to, yeah. uh... Uh, what? <laughs> but I'm glad they're looking yeah. out for the fans. They are. Give them mad props. Mad props. Furious props. Very, so very you... angry props. Why are they angry? <laughs> we don't know. I have no but idea. But they're props, and Funimation can't wait to get them. Hmm. <laughs> okay. So in a few more years, maybe we'll see yeah, right? in store shelves. But anyway. But that is uh, cool to hear, and I look forward to getting them. I think, I don't remember which episode it is, but if you check back in the old podcast section, we have an episode all about the distribution of Dragon Ball in North America. And if you don't know who Lionsgate and Kidmark are, that would be a great place to start. Mm-hmm. That would be. Yes. And that was great uh, self-promotion, too. Why, thank you. Why don't we move on to the last bit of news? That sounds fantabulous. Okay. Julian. All right. Well, I was perusing the Shueisha Comics News website the other day because they had just updated with their March and April release information. And looking at April's releases, I was shocked to find that there is a listing for both Volumes 1 and 2 of the Dragon Ball GT Perfect File guidebooks. Now, as you may or may not remember, these are two book uh, books for the anime released as sort of companion guides that came out during 1996 and 1997 in Japan. Now, these are kind of standard tanko bone size, and they give a lot of background information on the GT series that was not present in the series itself, and they're out of print and kind of collectible. The best comparison would be just saying they're the Daizenshu for DBGT. Only not as big. Right. And yet, amazingly, I paid more for them than I did for any Daizenshu. <laughs> I was just about to say, if I remember correctly, you were pretty damn well ripped off at a convention when you bought one of those books. Yeah, both of them. I think, did I pay, like, 40 bucks a piece for them? I don't remember, but I know it was something they're obscene. They're, like, 700 yen for the retail price. It was pretty insane. Oh, I know. You were like, whoa, I've never seen these before. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> but I have yes. the original printings, and pages are falling out. Julian has them. Yeah, I know. I can finally yes. get them back now. Yeah. These are being listed as a Fukukuban, which is just a reprint, which I assume means that there probably isn't going to be any new material involved in them. But the fact that I can get new copies for a relatively cheap price and give Mike back his originals that he got ripped off on <laughs> is kind of nice. You know what? I'm going to have you pick me up the reprints, too, so I can have copies that don't have pages falling out. Well, that works. Yes. <laughs> I win. Except for the being of. ripped off part. I lose. <laughs> you lose a life and shopping. <laughs> I didn't care. They, decisions. They were Dragon Ball books. I didn't have them. Must purchase. <laughs> oh, well. It's good to hear that you have no regrets, at least. No, only a few. All right. That is the end of our news for the week. It was great to finally have news again. I'm sure we will have even more news next week. I have no idea what it will be about. We can make up news. We can. Like, oh, um, let's see. Um, I got nothing. Let's just move on to our topic for the week. The topic for this week... There's a little thing we like to call 
Nekomajin. Now, for those of you who don't know what this is, Nekomajin is an eight-chapter series of one-shot manga by Akira Toriyama between 2001 and 2005. <clears throat> so basically, it started out as a single one-shot back in 1999 and published in Weekly Shonen Jump called Nekomajin ga iru, which translates to Here's Nekomajin, or Nekomajin is here. Uh, now, Nekomajin um, is a magical cat creature. <laughs> Neko means cat, and Majin is a magical And, and Majin means Jin. <laughs> with a oh, D. <laughs> Majin with a G. He was there, I went for it. <laughs> we thank oh, you for it. Okay. Any jabs are greatly appreciated. <laughs> There's my contribution yes. for this one. Keep going. So they're, they're sort of like, I don't know, magical cats, except they're not very good at magic and most prefer martial <laughs> arts. And so this one just sort of details the adventures of a single Nekomajin who gets into various foibles and interesting adventures. And I don't have the volume in front of me, so I can't really recall exactly what it's about. But suffice to say that it's typical Toriyama humor with equal parts absurdity and a little bit of crudeness. So, you know, it, it's like a typical Toriyama one-shot post-Dragon Ball. With um, much uh, pooping involved. He's going back to well, his roots. That's what he's doing with this. He got sick of lot, drawing all this action. As Arale would like to say, and over here we have a pile of poop. <laughs> okay, so yes, there's not but, actually piles of poop in it, but I, yeah. I thought it would be funny. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so moving on, uh, later in the same year, he decided to publish another one-shot in the same series. And this one is called Nekomajin Gairu 2. How interesting. Interesting name, yes. And this one, I believe, contains an adventure of the same Nekomajin in, yes. a, in a different adventure that involves aliens, I think it was? Yeah. It's been a while since I've read it, but that's what I think I recall. <laughs> so that one went out in August 1999, a few months after the original. And then there was a break of a couple of years. <laughs> and, th and then when it came back, it was Nekomajin Z, published in June 2001 in Monthly Shonen Jump. And this one was the first Dragon Ball parody. Now, this one is the first one to feature a specific Nekomajin with a name being Z. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his name isn't Nekomajin. His name is actually just the letter Z. But they do call him Nekomajin. They do. At least the, bo yeah. the boy who's referred to as boy <laughs> and nothing else. Yeah. Um, that is his friend, calls him Nekomajin. But anyway, he dresses like Son Goku. <laughs> and he carries the Noibo, or the Nyoibo, well, as I can't one talk. of them. I don't know if it's the one. Well, in the context of this series, I think anything goes. So <laughs> <laughs> we Such don't really true. know. And so he lives out in the wilderness with his friend, the nameless boy. And he likes to do martial arts and various things, like martial arts. <laughs> Yes, thank you. That was redundant. <laughs> but anyway, one day, he sees a spaceship come to Earth. And thinking that there's tourists involved, they <laughs> try to get this man who turns out to be a Saiyajin named Onio involved in this ploy to take their picture with Nekomajin dressed as a koala and get money out of him for it. Not only is he a master of martial arts, he's a master of a good old scam. So he's as dumb as Goku, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dresses... Has weapons and brain capacity. Like I don't Goku. know. Do you think Goku has yes. the capacity to scam someone for money? No. No, I guess not. No. <laughs> He's not smart enough. <laughs> He'd probably try and then end up getting scammed himself. <laughs> anyway, but things go awry when Nekomajin's wandering hand encounters Onio's newlywed wife. And it's not as dirty as it sounds, but still. <laughs> um... But anyway, Onio gets soundly down despite being a super Saiyajin, and he retreats with his tail between his legs, except I don't remember if he has a tail. Nah, I don't think he does. 
And he doesn't have much in the way of hair either. No, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and but so this was what the first of what was going to be a reoccurring appearance for both Nekomajin and well also Onio. But first there was a slight detour with Nekomajin Mike. Now this one details a calico Nekomajin, hence Mike, which is Mike Neko. Or as many like to say, Nekomajin Mike. (laughs) Can I see you cosplay as uh, Nekomajin Mike? I will be Nekomajin Mike. (laughs) Oh dear. Well, you know, I did make you that icon for the forum that you never used because you have that Gendo going. I know. It's Gendo. (laughs) Have I seen that icon? What is it? It's Gendo. The one I use everywhere? No, 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 no. The one Julian made. Oh, I don't know. Well, I'll have to show it to you guys sometime. It's on the site somewhere. (laughs) It's probably in the other folder with all the icons. But anyway, so, but after this, it gets straight back to Nekomajin Z, which dominates the rest of the series. Yes. Now, Nekomajin Z 2 takes the premise of the first chapter and runs with it, showing the return of Onio with his boss, Kuriza. This strange-looking character bears a uncanny resemblance to someone you may or may not have seen in the series, and well, I think... that's because that guy's his daddy. Yes, but we don't know that yet. <laughs> but anyway, because Onio had his honor tarnished and his wife divorced him. He comes <laughs> back for revenge. Unfortunately, they spend so much time going back and forth that Kurizo only has a page to show off his final transformation, and, he's, and he decides to give up and just go home with them. To I think that's one of my favorite lines of dialogue in the entire series. How does it go? There's only one page left, and he's just like, how can I show off with only one page left in the chapter? <laughs> <laughs> so they're all very self-aware that they're in a parody. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, <clears throat> And so they all go to stay at Nekomajin's house, or Z's house. And and so that continues on with Nekomajin Z3, which is the first appearance of a regular Dragon Ball character within the series. And so, because of both Onyo and Kuriza staying behind on Earth, Frieza has sent one Vegeta to come after them and see what the heck is going on. So, <laughs> I wait, I have a question. It... Yes. Why is uh, Vegeta working for Frieza again? Don't question this it. makes any sense in the first place. But... <laughs> Especially because, as we find out in the last chapter, this is like post-Boo Saga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all very oddly timed. I was the, answer is, the answer is stop thinking and blindly accept. Okay. Okay. Yes, Um, sir. So Vegito wants to know what the heck they've been doing for five months without reporting back to Frieza. (laughs) Turns out they've been playing soccer. Yes. (laughs) And so Vegeta attempts to defeat uh, Nekomajin Z in order to get everything back under control. Unfortunately, he comes up against Nekomajin Z's super Nekomajin powers. (laughs) And his Nekohameha. Yes. And, And faced with this overwhelming power, he gets a cell phone call. Urgent business, apparently. (laughs) Although, no one actually hears it ring, because according to him, it was in manner mode. Sure. Sure it was, buddy. I just love the prospect of Vegeta with a cell phone. It's like, wow, technology and Vegeta. It's funny. It it is one of the funniest things you can hope to see in the Dragon Ball universe. I mean, were cell phones... I mean, I guess they were around when Dragon Ball was being made, but... I think you kind of saw some things like that, but they were obviously not the kind of technology that we have today. (laughs) But yeah, so he takes off, and as they wonder what happened, Vegeta, like, curses to himself and goes, I'm never going to appear in another gag manga. (laughs) (laughs) Yet again, very self-aware. Yes. 
Well, Nekomajin Z4 goes off from this and doesn't feature Onio or Kuriza, but it does feature another Dragon Ball character. This is also the introduction of another Majin that's not a Neko Majin, but an Usa Majin. That is a rabbit genie type thing. Now, a lot of people also call an USA Majin, but, uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> Usamajin is just a general nuisance and picks on Z for his, I don't know, just generally being a jerk to <laughs> Usamajin, I guess. But Usamajin has been working hard and he's been stealing the Majin Dama, or these weird, like, jewel things that apparently are what makes a Nekomajin, like, magical and stuff, from other Nekomajin and making himself stronger. And so he steals it from Nekomajin. But at the same time, um, Boy, who is Nekomajin Z's friend, encounters a certain very similar to Nekomajin Z character who calls himself Majin Buu. La 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 la. Who is taking a walk? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you doing? Taking a walk? <laughs> yeah. That sounds so very in character. I- I'll accept this. Yeah, but anyway, when he hears about Nekomajin, he decides he wants to fight him. So he tells the boy that whenever Nekomajin shows up, to just give him a collar and he'll fight him. But when Usamajin appears and starts speaking havoc, boy has a different idea. And so he calls Nekomajin and points out Usamajin is the one he's supposed to fight. And so Nekomajin gets everything back and everything is happy once again. Well, Majin Buu is very disappointed that fight wasn't worth fighting. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> Explosive spitting is one of the best parts of this chapter. Yes. Oh, and Nekomajin Z's Son Goku action figure. Oh, yes. Yet another self-aware bit. But we do also discover that he was the one responsible for Nekomajin Z's training. Yes. Which brings us to the final chapter in our lovely saga. Which, amazingly enough, came out a single month after Nekomajin Z4. Yes. Yeah, this was weird. They were touting it as kind of a two-month double feature kind of thing. So they were like heavily promoting Nekomajin Z5 with the Nekomajin Z4's release. They were looking at finishing up the saga, I guess. And so for the culmination, who appears but Son Goku himself? And you know, on the first page, you see some flying in the background, and you're like, is that who I think it is? And you flip the page, sure enough, there he is. Yes, and so he's desperately searching out Nekomajin Z. But we don't find out what it's for for quite a while. But when he does appear, and the boy gets his confusion sorted out, he and Son Goku agree to spar for old time's sake to see how Z has been keeping up his training. The two are actually pretty well matched up until Goku decides to cheat and distract <laughs> Nekomajin with like a little, I don't know, little like feather thing. Cat, yeah, cat yeah. toy or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so they finally recruit Z's help and get him to come back to one can only assume as Mount Baozi. Yeah. And we see all, well, not all the characters, but a good many of them good that bunch we haven't of them, seen yeah. in quite a while, including Oob, like, in between his state, like, at the end of DBZ and the beginning of DBGT. He's wearing Goku's gi, and he looks yep. incredibly badass for quite a young boy. Yes, and I mean, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense considering the random timeline <laughs> that the series has. You but... mean like Super Saiyan Vegeta working for Frieza after the Buu yeah. Saga? Yeah, <laughs> but you know, you know, you just go along with it, and it's pretty cool anyway to see that. Yeah. You know, overall, it's pretty cool. Unfortunately, Z's work is... Should I spoil it for them? Nah, I don't think we should. There's, there's um, I guess you could say, an impending fight at the end between Z and... 
the cul- the culprit. <laughs> I yes. guess the the huge threat that no one else can deal with. No. <laughs> Except for him. Except for Neko Majin Z. So, if you want to read this, you're going to have to go get it. Because it's not available in English yet. Or ever. Who knows? (laughs) Yes. Now, I guess we should say that there are a couple sites, one of which you may be familiar with, that have done translations of pretty much all of the series. At least all of Neko Majin Z. Now, these sites pretty much treat them as fan subs. Once they are licensed, they will no longer be available for distribution. So if you want to go find them, go ahead and find them. Google is your friend. Google is your friend. However, when and if, more like if and when, Nekomajin is licensed, please go purchase the actual product, because that's the right thing to do. You can also go buy the Japanese version. So I think we'll provide a link probably to Amazon where you can buy the Nekomajin, pretty much the content bond version of it. It's all eight chapters. It has the color pages of the title pages. And what else does it have in there? It's got stickers. I think so. But I think they're Dragon Ball themed stickers, aren't they? Yeah, I think. Are they all the other content bond covers? I think. <laughs> I can't remember though. And, you know, it's just a pretty high quality package for the whole thing. It is. It's a very handy book to have. Nice and concise. It's got everything. It's a good read. It's got fart jokes. Therefore, it wins. It's got the word Mike on the cover. (laughs) It says, Mike, this book is for Mike. Mike must buy. Mr. Toriyama wrote it just for me. (laughs) Oh, you wish. I I do. (laughs) Uh, Wow. But anyway. Neko Majin, amazing short parody that somehow took years and years and years to complete for only eight chapters. And uh, definitely check it out. It's not Dragon Ball, but it's Dragon Ball. Does that make sense? I think it it does. He will smile and nod. I guess the only couple other things we should mention is Nekomajin items popping up in specific Dragon Ball things. In Dragon Ball Z 2, which was the Japanese version of Budokai 2 for the PS2, there is an extra stage in Dragon World in which Z acts as Dende to kind of heal you on the map, and it's just a Nekomajin kind of styled stage. But wait, there's more. There is more. Because Z himself appears as an unlockable support character in Buku Resen, which is Super Sonic Warriors 2 for the Nintendo DS. Except he's only in the Japanese version, which kind of sucks. But wait, there's even more. There is more? Mary, what else is there? Oh, wow. There is a skin, per se, in one of the video games. Uh, I believe it's Budokai 2. Yes, going back to Dragon Ball Z 2. That's right. It's an alternate outfit for Frieza. You can look like... Kuriza, his Yay! son. Um, and he even has a chestnut-shaped death ball attack. Yes, when, you know, the one finger up in the air, big attack, death ball. It's got two little cute eyes on it, and it's shaped like a chestnut. Because the Kuri in Kuriza, and also in Kuridin, look, I keep saying it. I'm doing great. Good job. Yes. You get a gold star. Yay! That means chestnut. I think yep. it's kind of odd they're breaking their own um, set of puns with Kuriza. I know! That kind of irritated me. I mean, I get the whole rhyming thing, but the point is to be cold, not be chestnuts. Krillin's already taken care of that, that sector. Yeah, but it's a parody, though, so I know. goes. But it's not correct. Yeah. I'm going to chalk it uh, to Toriyama well. having no memory. You know what? We're just going to have to make an online petition and send it to him to make him correct. Oh, I'll sue! I'm going to sue Toriyama because he messed up his own name puns. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, actually, on a completely unrelated note, I recently learned that in the Mario series, the Goombas, or Kuribo in Japan, are also based on chestnuts. Yes. Hence their distinctive shape. Yes. 
Although wow. some th- seem to think they're mushrooms, but they're based on chestnuts. Yes, they are. Wow, I learned something new. Thank you for that. I could have told you that. Well, you didn't, so boo. <laughs> boo? Yeah. Boo on me. I think the only other thing with Nekomajin that I would like to plug is, you know, it's called an audio drama. I don't know how dramatic it actually is (laughs) because it's based on a comedy. But there are a couple fans that have gotten together and done an audio recording of the first couple chapters of Nekomajin Z. And I got to say, the voices are really, really, really well done. And it's in English. So if you don't want to track down the Japanese version of the book or you can't or don't want to find the fan translation. Translations. You can listen to the story in English. Yeah, and they even throw in a couple Dragon Ball tunes at points. And I think Z's voice is the oh, it's so good. It's just this like not whiny but high pitched, arrogant voice. Really good. Exactly what I'd picture for Z's voice. <laughs> wow. So now it's like we want an anime version so we can hire this group of fans to do the voices. Yeah. Right. Why isn't there a Nekomajin Z OVA? I <laughs> fanboy attack. No. Because Toei is taunting you, Mike. I know. Everyone's against you. <laughs> Come to grips. Okay. So we will provide a link to this audio drama on uh, the podcast section, along with all the other links for this show. And I think that concludes Neko Majin, does it not? It does not? It does not It does not? It does not not. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Up next is a new segment for our show. Woo! Now, Mary, you have a fascination with lists. I do, I do. If there's one thing I love, it's lists. For some reason, I just like to hear lists, and I'm a sucker for those countdowns on VH1 and crap, where it's just endless hours of, of lists in my and countdowns. S- in my sickness last night, I watched five hours of that stupid 100 best hard rock bands on VH1, which <laughs> amazingly was from 2000. But anyways, yeah, lists. They're cool. They're cool. They're fun. And maybe even informative. Unfortunately, this list will be none of the above. (laughs) Maybe even slightly amusing at best. Yes. But let's give it a go. Mary, your first list in our new recurring segment is... This is Mary's top five crudest moments in the series. Now, this isn't all that hard to pull off because keep in mind, Dragon Ball did start off as a gag manga. Poopy! I am, however, not going to pick all of my choices from Dragon Ball because that would be far too easy. So, I'm going to spread this out a little bit. All Number right. five being not even something that's canon. It's uh, from filler, but I think it's kind of bizarre and it should not happen because it's just so wrong and I disapprove of this. In fact, it's against the law in most countries. And my number five choice is Marin hitting on Mr. Turtle because no one wants to see bestiality in DBZ and come on. I beg to differ. (laughs) I know she's a whore but she doesn't need to hit on a turtle. (laughs) I say no. So that's why it places number five on my list. Okay. Number four we have one of my favorite characters and yours maybe Chibi Trunks Flipping off and mooning in the same sequence, Broly in DBZ Movie 11. It's a pretty standard, you know, crude gestures going on, and he packs a one-two punch. I can't say no to that. Like, I say no to number five. Okay. This one gives... I mean, this one I give two thumbs up. Okay, number... Two butt cheeks up? (laughs) Two butt cheeks out. (laughs) All right. All right, number three is from... 
I believe it's from the manga, but it's also, I know for sure, in the 10th anniversary movie. This is Goku sleeping on what he thinks are Bulma's balls. And while I guess in and of itself it isn't that crude, it, there's just something about Goku saying, Ah, just like Grandpa's bed of balls. <laughs> it just strikes me all kinds of funny. Yeah, he, he doesn't know better, but it's still gross. Yeah, Because the author know better. knows better. <laughs> I think the line is crossed once he, pick, once he takes off uh, Bulma's panties, and that's when it becomes a crude moment for me. All right. Number yeah. two, I'm going to have to go back to a Chibi Trunks moment, and this one is from DBZ Movie 10, when he does not flip him off, although I think he does moon him in this movie as well. No, he goes far beyond this, and he pees on Broly. Ah. This poor guy, I don't know how he puts up with all this stuff. Who, Trunks or Broly? Broly! Oh. I mean, he can kill the guy, <laughs> I'm sorry, he can kill the kid, like, right there, rip him in half. Well, he was about to. Oh, that's true, he did, like, crack his back. That should have killed him. Yeah. And certainly, well, it was like, it's... you know, chiropractic. <laughs> so nothing like a good face full of piss. All right. Ugh. And Mary, your number one crudest moment in all of Dragon Ball. This one is from Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. And it is the fight between Kuririn, I can't say it, Krillin versus Bacterian. Uh, and the character yeah. himself is pretty gross, so that's a given. But man, this guy, he's got all these moves. He's sticking his hands down his pants and pushing him in Krillin's face and farting on him and Ugh. doing all sorts of junk that here mary smell this uh, no <laughs> but oh god it's just bad it's funny it's funny as hell and like i said before dragon ball yes. is a gag manga but holy god this this yeah. pretty gross so he only manages to win because he realizes he doesn't have a nose and that is comedy gold right there and, you know, yes. he, he wasn't even the one that realized he didn't have a nose. Stupid, dumbass Goku was the one who figured it out. <laughs> oh. And then he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and there we have it. Mary's top five crudest moments in all of Dragon Ball. Be here next time for another useless list. All right. Thank you, Mary. You're welcome. I guess the next thing we shall hit up is a long segment for this week, especially compared to what we've had in the past. And that is the releases for all of March. Well, the first release on the list is March 1st, and that was this past week. This was the Japanese Dragon Ball DVD releases of Volumes 13, 14, and 15, containing Episodes 73 through 78, 79 through 84, and 85 through 90. These are getting into the latter part of the Frieza Saga. Yes. Now, these are Japanese release only, based on the Dragon Ball Z Dragon Box sets that were released back in 2003. They're remastered picture and sound, but they have no subtitles. And each are available for a list price of 3,800 yen each. Uh, of course, you'll probably be paying more if you're trying to import them from anywhere. Yes. Or, or to anywhere, I should say, because <laughs> obviously they'd be coming from Japan. Anyway, moving on. And that's that. On March 7th, back here in the U.S., Shin Budokai for the PSP will supposedly come out. Uh, this is a somewhat port of Budokai 3 for the PS2, with less characters, yet has the addition of Paikuhan and Janemba from Dragon Ball Z Movie 12. And apparently some of the story mode will actually be based on DBZ Movie 12, so that's kind of interesting. The game is coming out for a list price of $39.95, and uh, PSP games are expensive. Alright, March 21st is a busy shopping day for you people out there, especially in America, since these won't involve importing. We have the Ultimate Uncut DVD Volume 8, Saiyan Invasion, which includes episodes 22 through 24. It lists for $24.98, but if you're a 
resourceful, say going on Amazon or such, you can find it for $16.99. So very cheap prices. Also with Box uh, is the starter set to hold five discs for $39.98 and it's on Amazon for $27.99. Yes. Yes. Okay, moving on, we also have a video game. It is a two-pack. Ooh, isn't that hot? Well, actually, it's a one-pack because it's two games (laughs) for the price of one. That's true. It is Boost Fury plus Transformation for the Game Boy Advance. Like I said, it's two games on one cartridge for $29.95. Which is technically Legacy of Goku 3 and Legacy of Goku 4, although these games are vastly different from each other. One sucks. (laughs) That is all. Next week. Well, actually, three days later. And you know what? This is the big one. March 24th, the big one. The Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z movie Dragon Box. Giant DVD box set coming out in Japan. The retail price was 52,500 yen, which is approximately $450. This was pre-order only. If you didn't get your pre-order in by, I think, December 21st, you ain't getting one. And if you were resourceful, say, using Amazon Japan, you got it for 39,900 yen, which is approximately $342. So hooray for $100 savings. Indeed. <laughs> and if you're a happy fan like Mike, you like you cannot wait. $100. Well, yes. And if you're sad, Mike, yes. that's because you cannot wait three weeks until this set comes out. Oh my god, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. My first Dragon Box, my first Dragon Box. Yes! And we'll be abusing this to anime music video ends. <laughs> well, at least we think so now. Oh, yeah. We hope so. We'll see where we get with this. So these are the quasi-remastered Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z movies. Enhanced picture, enhanced sound, and cropped. Damn it! But you know what? They're going to look so good. I can't wait. I don't think we know what extras are going to be on this yet. I hope there's going to be any. Trailers. Yeah, trailers <laughs> for other Dragon Ball stuff. That's so, fine. Yes, March 24th. I can't wait. We will have all sorts of features on the site when we get mine in, like pictures of me with looks of surprise as I open the box and me <laughs> bowing before the Dragon Box and before I sound even more nerdy. Julian, why don't you take the last one? And Mike setting it before the family Butsudan, even though his parents are still alive. Wait. <laughs> anyway, um, let's let's move on to a different subject. Yes, please. Um, March 28th, <laughs> Funimation puts out its version of DBZ Movie 12, Fusion Reborn, known in Japan as Fukatsu no Hyujon, Goku Tobejita. But anyway, um, this you know, is... It's a, it's a pretty good translation of the title. They just knock off the yeah. two names at the end. Yeah. So anyway, this is going on DVD and retailing for twenty four ninety eight. However, at Amazon, it's sixteen ninety nine. Go Amazon so, yet again. This is a really good movie. Yes. So if you're interested at all, do pick it up because... We approve. And Maybe not at the dub because we haven't seen it. But <laughs> That's true. And if you're interested in this movie and you want to get it, maybe you should keep listening to the podcast. Ooh. Let's move on. That is it for the month of March. We will... <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> we will keep letting you know what is up with the remainder of the month as we move onwards. So, hooray for the Dragon Box. <laughs> Why don't we move on to our emails for this week? Our first email comes from Adam Willen, and he writes, Hey, it's Adam Willen from Manchester, England again. I was just wondering, what do you actually do at the convention in New Jersey? Are you going to participate in any way? I was just wondering, as I have never been to one. Thanks. Now, this convention is Anime Next, which takes place in New Jersey, and takes place in June, and takes place with us. 
<laughs> yes. And thousands of other yeah. sweaty Okay, talking. fine. And thousands of other, you know, lame, unshowered yeah. people. But Yes, we bathe, though. That, yes, that yes. is true. We smell nice. We, hope, <laughs> we try. We try. Oh, we do. So there's lots of things to do in conventions other than getting drunk and dragging Julian to events where people get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was interesting, though. Yeah, with, it was. With well, chocolate nachos. <laughs> Yes. It wasn't interesting for the person who actually, you know, got himself sick, but let's oh, not no. go there. <laughs> we, we won't name names. But. No, no. But anyway, what you do at conventions is a wide assortment of anime-related activities. You can obviously watch anime. Um, anime Next is particularly known for its manga library room, where you can just go into their room and borrow some manga, sit down and read. And I believe they bring this little uh, feature to various regional conventions. Yeah, they've been traveling around oh, with yeah. the manga library to various conventions where you go in you give them like your driver's license or whatever id you have you just sit and read manga for hours so what else is there they had the cosplay obviously they have anime music videos which mike and i run at anime next Perhaps you've heard of the anime music video contest in Anime Next and you would like to submit videos says thank you. And yes. there's also panels. Panels yes. on various discussions in which these two fine gentlemen have uh, participated in before. Yes. The last two yeah. years we have done Dragon Ball panels. Two years ago we did what? Just a general anniversary fun panel? Yeah, it, it was some. Yeah, it was like the twentieth anniversary of the manga that year, so we did something like that. Yeah. And then last year was the DBC you've never seen. So pretty much conventions are a whole lot of fun with lots of activities yes. for, for anyone. Um, whatever tickles your pickle, you'll find something there to do. Oh, in the dealer's room. That's how you blow all your money. What money? <laughs> After this month? What money? Your Monopoly well, money. Oh. But oh, yeah, well. it's a good way to blow a lot of cash on knickknacks and yeah. DVDs and CDs and yes. all sorts of things. But basically, it's a good way for people who like the same sort of thing to get together, hang out, share stories. And get uh, drunk, you know. And the industry gets you to buy things that they think you like, or whether you actually do on. or not. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. Hopefully, uh, one day in England, you'll find a convention you can go to too. Two two two. Two two two. Princess two two. That's a good oh, show, dear. by the way. So I've heard. I quack, say, quack. watch it. <laughs> All right. Our next email comes from Kavon. Hello, it's Kavon again. Wow, you're making him sound hot. Can I go out with him? <laughs> um. <laughs> No. Okay. All right, now he's going to be nerdy. <laughs> so you don't want him. <laughs> All information I've been hearing about the DBZ Dragon Boxes lately are usually about the recent individual releases. What about the big-ass two-part DBZ Dragon Box that was released earlier in Japan? Do they have any subtitles? Is the video quality of these huge Dragon Boxes as good as the recent Dragon Box releases? Apparently, Kayvon is uh, schizo, <laughs> or Mike is. I can't. I can't tell. Oh uh, well. I guess. <laughs> Why don't we answer the question? <laughs> okay. We, we kind of addressed this earlier. The individual DVD releases that are coming out now are based off of what came out in the DBC Dragon Boxes a couple years back. As far as I know, they, what, have different menus, but everything else is exactly the same? Yeah, pretty much. It's the quasi-remastered video, quasi-remastered sound. They look gorgeous. They're NTSC, Region 2, no subtitles. They're basically the same things from the Dragon Box, except now they're on individual DVDs and they don't go out of print. Yay. Well, for several more years, anyways. From what I understand, they're selling, like, hotcakes over there, so. Yeah. I think I get that impression anyway. Yeah. I've never actually seen someone buying it, but I know I've seen people picking them up and looking at them and being like, <laughs> hey, hey, this is expensive. I'm going to go download it. <laughs> oh, dear. 
All right. So I think that answers your question. If it doesn't, um, we'll answer it some more in the forum. But I think that covers it all. All right. Julian, take the last one. Okay. This comes from Ewan Zavala from Peru. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, by the way. <clears throat> now, this is a very long email with all sorts of great things, tons of questions. But we're only going to address one of them here. And this is, why do you guys think Goku showed up after a 100 years in front of his great-great-great-great-grandson? Well... The easy answer to this is that um, it's the last episode of the series, and the series is about Goku, so Goku's going to be in the last scene of the show. I concur. (laughs) And now that I've thoroughly ruined the question, why don't we theorize about it? Ooh, we can get philosophical. I guess as much as you can about Dragon Ball. I'm going to say he's a figment of Goku Jr.'s imagination. Oh, okay. I guess it's not Goku Jr. That's what Goku Jr. 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 <laughs> well, we call him Goku Jr. And that's not true because Pan saw him. Oh, well, then she's In fact, she's, she's the only messed one up who too. did. Oh, but in the anniversary special, Goku sees him. Oh, that's true. He does Goku. see him there. Ah. But but I think it's kind of like the elder Goku looking on a sort of a guardian spirit almost in a way. Yeah. I mean, he has a very mysterious kind of ambiguous ending to his own story. So it's like maybe he has sort of become this sort of ethereal transcendent being of some kind. Yeah, there's all sorts of stories and thoughts and theories about what actually happens to Goku as he's riding off on Shenlong and the Dragon Balls kind of become absorbed into him and Shenlong flies off and it turns white and suddenly it's a hundred years later. So we don't really know what happened happens to Goku. We don't really know where he goes, but suffice to say he's he's there in some capacity and he's watching and he's smiling and he's got that dopey grin. It's so romantic. Romantic? What? what? Romantic. <laughs> romantic. Oh, we'll leave the singing to Julian. Yes, yes please. Please. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'd say it's more nostalgic than romantic, but I don't know. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, There's well, nothing to move on we, to. That's it. That's all we have for emails this week. <laughs> if so. you would like to send us emails, please do so. If you want to send some text emails, you can send them to my attention. That is Vegito EX, and you can get the contact information on the website. We also accept audio emails, and that is you record yourself, you record your name, where you are from, and what your question is, I guess. Uh, try to keep it around or under 30 seconds. And for both text and audio emails, one question per person per week. Because otherwise people send us like 20 questions. And, and we're not here to play 20 questions. Although no, that might be fun one day. That would be fun one day. We will do that one day. So those are emails. Thank you for sending emails. Send us more emails. We will answer emails. Because when we get emails, we answer emails. <laughs> that's a lot of emails in one sentence. It was. I think that's it for but- emails. Emails. Okay. <laughs> now, for those of you who have listened this far into the show, you have a special treat because you finally get to win stuff just for listening to us. That is right, folks. We are giving away free DVDs, free CDs, and free video games. This week, our first prize to give away is drumroll, please. The Great Siaman DVD starter set from Funimation. This is the box and first disc from this saga, which is actually not Great Siaman. It's the Anuyo Ichi Budokai. Yeah, Goku and Pakyohan, all that fun stuff in the Afterlife Tournament. This comes to us courtesy of Tanuki Kodibo on our forums, so thank you for this donation. We will be giving it away to one lucky winner. And lucky winner, you say to us... Taizenshu EX, how can I win this fine DVD starter set? And I say to you, lucky winner, lucky winner, this is how you win this fine DVD starter set. You simply send an email to 
contest at dizex.com. That is C-O-N-T-E-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. All you do is send us an email. And all you need to put in that email is your name and your mailing address. Because if you win and we don't have an address, I keep it. Yes, this is not an insidious plan on the part of Mike to get people's names and addresses so when he runs for office he can get people who are DB's ass to vote. <laughs> no, that's anyway. not true at all. So all you got to do is email us. We will be randomly picking a winner in approximately two weeks. All of the emails must be received by Friday, March 17th at 12 noon Eastern Time. This is North America, New Jersey, Eastern Time, noon. Friday, March 17th. All you gotta do is send an email, contest at DizX.com, and you get to win Yay. DVD. Yay! It's new. It's never been watched. You're gonna love it. So win free stuff. The winner will be announced on that day's podcast. Yes. Well, not we- that day, since it gets released on Sunday, but you get the idea. So that is it. That is our contest for these next coming two weeks, I guess. We will be sure to reiterate this information next week and make sure you get your emails in to win free stuff and take it off of our bookshelves. All right, so I think that's it. Why don't we close up? That is our podcast for this week. This was, what, episode 16? Yes, it was. That's what it says up at the top of our outline, which I have in front of me. I am on top of the ball, which is being ridden by a dinosaur. (laughs) So does that make me on top of a dinosaur, on top of a ball? Frozen in ice Possibly. Dude, I'm like so sick I'm hallucinating. This is awesome. (laughs) You should do the podcast sick more often. No, I should not. We should get him drugged up on painkillers and then do the podcast. Yes. (laughs) Painkillers. I'm going to go take the king of the trees. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, everyone, for checking out yet another fun filled, exciting Mike is Sick episode of Daisenshu EX Zephodicasto. Daisenshu EX can be found at D A I Z E X dot com. That's. DiesEx.com. That it is. And Mary, you can be found at... At TempleOtrunks.com. I'm not going to ask you to spell it out this week. Because All right. we have done so for the past several weeks. You've done a fantastic job spelling your website. I can spell it really fast. You want me to do it again? All I'll right, do it ahead. again. It's T-E-M-P-L-E-T-R-U-N-K-S. No, you messed it up. There's an O in there. Guess where it is. Dot com. Oh, Temple Trunks. Temple, temple trunks, oh! Trunks, temple, oh! Google it. <laughs> Google it. Little <laughs> bastard, just Google it. I don't care. Shut up, I hate you all. <laughs> you don't want to see my side anyway. It's been updated since never, so don't bother. <laughs> oh, I'm going to pass out, so why don't we end this podcast? All right. All right. That is it for this week's episode. Thank you all for listening. And, Daisenshu EX Podcast. Chikai made, o tanoshimi ni.